brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Oh yes, it's sippin' time. And welcome to this Sips episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are still the best thing on somewhere in the neighborhood at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that is occasionally entertaining for almost a full 20 minutes. Oh, not even close. We are still banned in seven states, including Alabama, thank God. Uh, 23 counties, and most recently we've been banned in EU because apparently Brent Payne contains more than the maximum allowable amount of propylene glycol in his system, so you're well, not allowed in Iceland, you well, and Fireball. I guess that's C-H-C-H-O-H for those people that don't know the compound. Yeah, yeah you're not allowed to, <laughs> you're not allowed, you're not allowed in, man. Well, this is Made Man Bomb, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. <laughs> Thanks. I'm always happy to come here for this. this. is the one I'm looking forward to. The fall release of the Moonshine Edition. <laughs> it's every color of the rainbow. <laughs> There's purple moonshine and yellow moonshine. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Excited to be here in the usual damp, dark basement. I like damp, dark places. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. The Kentucky Hot Browns were a great touch. And good old boy Harmeet. Oh, wait, that's right. We kicked him out. He's not here. So he gets to miss the really good stuff. So. Oh, darn the luck. Oh, heck with him. Yeah. All right. Brent Moore and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by the For Order Whiskey Society. To find out more about the Society and their events, you can visit us at ftlws.com. And we are also sponsored in part Not by... today. Well... I'll throw him a bone. Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the non-working animatic machines until he gets it fixed, uh, which will eventually serve great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net slash my animatic machine is broke slash haven't got it fixed dot com. In the meantime, I'll well, pour you, you what's get, around. You can still get everything by the glass. You just pour it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I do because he, <laughs> he doesn't really pay attention when you're there. So. Our, uh, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, propylene, glycol, Gatorade, and everything else we can drink. Um, and today's show is our first show on some of the fall releases and new expressions from some of our favorite distilleries. And here's some of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. We have the Weller Foolproof Bourbon. We have Colonel E.H. Taylor Amaranth Bourbon Whiskey. From Old Forester, we have the... 2019 birthday bourbon from george remus we have the remus repeal reserve series three and from four roses we have the 2019 small batch limited edition and against my better judgment 
We're going to have not, it was not good judgment at all. Yeah, we're going to have Justin do the sips ratings. All right. And his finest what accent today? Today it will be a Kentucky accent. Oh God, dear God, save us. We're going to be banning Kentucky now. Before he speaks, <laughs> I just want everyone in Kentucky to know that I had nothing to do with this, and this uh, represents only the opinions of Justin and not necessarily that of any other sane person. So please don't let us get banned. So. All right, go ahead. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Mm, I'm not feeling it. I mean, usually when I go to Kentucky, the accent I have is, is you can't sleep here, you drunk it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness. Yes. 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 Luckily, we're on radio. They don't want to know what we look like. I so. thought he was certainly better than the drunken leprechaun. Oh, definitely better. That was a better one. <laughs> I give him kudos for that. Better than that Scotsman that he did earlier today. <laughs> Much better. A Scotsman on crack and <laughs> bath salts all at the same time. It's like, this is what a Scotsman sounds like after dropping two tabs of acid and you know filling his mouth with rocks. Well, right. Sometimes that happens in Glasgow. It was that what happens in Glasgow stays in Glasgow. All right. Well, thanks, I guess, for that. Okay. <laughs> now, historically, fall is the time when a lot of American distilleries put out some of their limited edition bottles or introduce new expressions or new labels. And we have a great group of whiskeys to try and discuss today. So we're going to have uh, Brent tell us about our first whiskey. So take it away. I was fooled again. You guys fooled me once again, but... Our first product is the, the Weller Full Proof Bourbon, 57% ABV, 114 proof. This is the newest expression from the W.L. Weller line of weeded bourbons. It was created in answer all to fans. Right, all right, all right. Yeah. But I'm talking about Weller at higher proof. Yeah. 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 It was created in answer to the fans asking for higher proof and fuller flavored bourbon. I didn't think anything was wrong with the other stuff, but, you know. Not the Weller. There was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I know. I've you know it's uh, so the Weller full proof is bottled at the same 114 proof the spirit was when it entered into the barrel. Hence the name full proof, and is non chill filtered. So they put it in at 114 and they bring it out at, and they bring it down to 114 when it's done. It's it's been similar things have been done by other places. Well, there there was nothing wrong with regular Weller, but you know yeah these go to 11. See. That's right. First thing when you're on the nose, you get uh, vanilla and dark cherries. This is a nice copper color to it. Uh, like we'd like to say, brown, right? Brown? Brown. Brown. <laughs> Going with brown. <laughs> it's all brown. Brown water. A lovely burnished bronze. <laughs> <The> burnished bronze. <laughs> burnished bronze. Let's get wordy. Yeah. The uh, On the palate, I get, it's a nice creamy mouthfeel. I get uh, I get the caramel. Um I get a little, some baking spice. Uh, the, I get pepper, creme brulee. Uh, and then that oakiness comes through in it. And, and it just, 
and it's beautiful. It's a great mouthfeel. Now I understand why the people are saying, hey, we want something a little bit more because this is a little bit more than what they had. Uh, the finish is long. It's everything a Weller is that you're used to having. And more. And more. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, you know, when somebody asks for something, we want something more. And there's just this, this foolproof. It's actually it. I agree with you, Brent. I think they did a great job. I think that it's easy to mess up something good, but this is amped up Weller. It's everything you know and love about Weller with a little more. I love everything you said about the uh, flavor profile, the nose, the palate, the finish. It's definitely creamy and luscious on the palate. Uh, it's not hot at all by any stretch, and it's just delicious. It's a yeah, it's just beautiful. The, the, the finish, long. The real question the, will be, will the average Joe be able to find it? Will any of us be able to find it? We can't find a lot of the other products. We don't know so, what the availability is you know, going to be like, but it's... Uh, yeah, I think they're only... If you can find it, buy it. It's delicious. I think their, their downfall is not able to... You know, it's going to be it's going to be out there, but, you know, the most common Joe is not going to be able to run into this and say, oh, give me that. At least not for a while. Well, yeah, it's used to be you walk into the store and there'd be cases and cases of Weller 12 just sitting there. And now you have to, now you go in there and you have to uh, give somebody, throw a 20 in their pocket or something. And before they let you have something, it's, it's gotten really bad, you know? So that's what they need to fix is they need to fix the getting it to the average person. Yeah. The distribution system. Right. Challenging. It is Ongoing challenging. issue. Justin? It's like scalping tickets. What do you so, think about this one? The closest comparison I can make to this spirit is the Weller Antique 107. But the difference between this spirit and that spirit is this spirit, it's foolproof, but it tastes younger than the old Weller Antique does to me. It's more, more similar to Weller 12, but just hotter. Some of the 107s that are non-chilled filtered that you can get, the barrel picks that are non-chilled filtered, are, are close to this. Yeah. This one is still, I still what like it What are you implying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bob, what are your thoughts on this one? Well. Uh, don't give me attitude, sir. Yeah. I think this is wonderful. I think, again, this is, this is Weller turned to 11. Um, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not like it's going from, you know, 90 proof to 140 proof, but coming back out at the 114, the flavor is just so much more amped up. Um, and when we tasted it, the first thing I said is, is that all Weller should be full proof. All Weller should be full proof. Yeah. Um, and, and I love Weller 12. I love antique. i keep a bunker of both of them because i'm always scared to death that something's going to happen and the supply is going to disappear but this one i found my new jam if i could if i could get my hands on it regularly this well that's the whole thing yeah yeah. this would this would be my this would be my daily you know so that's i mean if the flavor everything that you want in 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 a weller is there it's dark cherries and vanilla and and just toasted oak and and a little bit of that creaminess, like Maury said. It's it's mouth coating, um, a little bit of sort of uh, more of like a dark, almost bitter chocolate on the back palate, and the finish on it. It just goes on and on. So yeah, it doesn't stop. Yeah, I mean this is you know? 
Yeah, you know, it's hard. Any, you know, you can't tell them. Say about this. I mean, right. You can't tell them, hey, make more because you know they're making as much as they can. It's, you know. Well, we're going to rate the Weller Faux Proof four sips, and we'll be back. And we're back, and we just finished talking about the Weller Full Proof bourbon. Um, stunningly good example. God, I love the fall. Um, and we are moving on to our next whiskey. So we're going to have uh, Justin tell us about that one. All right. Our next spirit is Colonel E.H. Taylor Amaranth Bourbon Whiskey. It's 50% alcohol by volume, 100 proof. The Colonel E.H. Taylor collection was first introduced by Buffalo Trace back in 2011. Some of the earlier releases, such as the E.H. Taylor Small Batch, Single Barrel, and Straight Rye, are ongoing permanent expressions in the product line, whereas some releases like this one are a one-time only limited bottling. Named in honor of Curler, Colonel Edmund Haynes Taylor Jr. And he got that all out. I'm impressed. The man responsible for building what is now the Buffalo Trace Distillery and the passage of the Bottled and Bond Act, all E.H. Taylors are bottled and bond. I think there's actually the only one that's not is the single barrel. Oh. Because that varies. Yeah. Right. Because uh, yeah. single, single barrel, at, uh, all of them are bottled and bond. The E.H. Taylor Amaranth bourbon was created using amaranth as a flavoring grain rather than the traditional rye or wheat. Amaranth was originally cultivated by the Aztecs and is known as grain of the gods. This ancient grain is similar to wheat, but offers a complex taste with subtle flavors ranging from a nose of butterscotch and spearmint to a finish of pecans and dark berries. I found that the color of this spirit was a light brown. The nose is complex. Everything's brown. 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 It's got brown eyes. Brown. Vanilla and raisins on the palate. I got dark cherries. It was a very fruity spirit. And, um, you know, it kind of reminded me of candies. And it was a really long finish. And I thought it was interesting. Brent. So, 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 so tell me, tell me about the color of, of, <laughs> of this whiskey again, could you? Light I mean, brown. Are you sure? I yeah, want sure. you to feel like you can tell me anything. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. Brown. Right. <laughs> what do you think, Brent? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when we get back with the bottle with the the bottle and bond, I think the barrel proof yeah. is you know is not as another one that's not. Yeah. You know, but all the all the other expressions that they came up with, I believe, mm-hmm. are bottled and bond. But yeah, this is you know, it's got that dark copper color. Uh <laughs> I don't think there's any, there's any brown in there, but um, yeah, in the, on the nose, you get cinnamon, leather, plum. Uh, it's a little bit fruity there. There's nothing wrong with that. On the palate, I got spearmint, butterscotch, some white peppers, cherries, plums, leather. It's all, it's a nice mouthfeel. Uh, you know, there's, I think they've had, I've had better expressions of, uh, of, of the E.H. Taylor products, you know, but this one is a solid product. It's got a nice, yeah. nice finish to it. You know, it's not my. It's not the worst one I've had. It's not the best one I've had, but it's solid. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's Harlan. It's Harlan Wheatley. Right. The, the right. man loves to experiment. You, he, well, you have to bring something is, different to the table. He's like the, the Doctor Bill Lumsden of Kentucky. He's constantly doing things like this, and there are tens of thousands of barrels that they have with things just like this. So, you know, 
they have, this was don't a they shot. Have a whole Let's give it a shot. With, and 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 again, yeah. like you said, it is, you know, I've I've had I've had better expressions. I've had worse expressions. I think it's a it's a very solid whiskey. Um, it's very interesting when they do something like this, where you're trying a, 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 a different grain, particularly a grain that most people have never even heard of, didn't even know existed. Um, but I will say this one for me, the nose is completely different than the palate. When you smell that and then you taste it, it's like it's like you've moved to a completely different whiskey. There's there's you know it's it's all butterscotchy on the nose, and they say that that's the notes that they're getting from the amaranth. And if they are, wow, they should throw some of that in pretty much everyone that they do if they can yeah. get that kind of a nose out of it. The nose is stunning. Um, on this one, it's just the, the oak on it was huge. You know, there was a good bit of oak. Good bit of tannin on it. Um, I got just a slight bit of spearmint on the back palate. Um, vanilla and caramel. I mean, a solid whiskey and a very, very, I found very interesting one. And I, things like this I love because I like to get them and just, you know, put them up on the shelf so I can always go back to them and just see the different things. I yeah, this very, would be interesting in a mixed, in a, in a mixed cocktail, you know, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. It would be, it would really, I think, change the cocktail without uh you know just make just give it a little bit something different mm. to it you know just so. make a really good old-fashioned oh, yeah. yeah right yeah well oh, for sure well, i think there's there's really nothing wrong with this i think this is great it's yeah. interesting it's a little bit different i love the fact that they've like picked a grain that most people have never heard of uh it's extremely well made i mean uh i just have nothing bad to say about it i more thought it was really neat, more it grows really on me too yeah, 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 it's, it's you know, adding a little water was nice to it. You know, it didn't. It's definitely just, got more fruit than most uh, yeah, H Taylors. Yeah. It's definitely a yeah a fruitier whiskey. You get you get yeah. that you get that caramel bomb butterscotch on the nose, yeah. and you're sort of expecting the corresponding flavors that you normally get with a bourbon that smells like that. But you're getting more of the fruity, and and then I'm getting yeah. I'm getting the big wood on it, but you're also getting the fruit and the sweetness. So it's yeah. You get that cherries and plums. It's, and, it's very surprising. You know, it's a weird combination. Yeah, it's very, it's very just, surprising. I, I enjoyed it. I yeah, enjoyed it. Yes, it was, but it was right. it was it was interesting. I always like one that kind of fools you. So that that this one this one definitely uh, messes with your head a little bit. So we're going to be rating the E.H. Uh, e. Taylor Amaranth Bourbon Whiskey, three sips. Interesting. All right, so we're going to be moving on to our next one, and we're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. The next whiskey is the Old Forester 2019 Birthday Bourbon at 52% ABV or 105 proof. The mash bill is 72% corn, 18% rye, 10% malted barley. A total of 13,200 bottles were released or will be released. The 18th annual release of the Old Forester Birthday Bourbon was made from a total of 120 barrels distilled on May 15, 2008, and aged on the second floor of Warehouse I. The 2019 edition of the Old Forester Birthday Bourbon is the highest proof release to date, and the number of barrels used, 120, represents one day's production of Old Forester. So every barrel produced on that day, May 15th, was put away, and here we have it. I was there that day. I well, bet you were. I was there that day. I was walking through the fermenters. I actually, I, I accidentally dropped my phone in one of them. But oh, never mind. 
tastes a little Nokia like. I'm just saying. There you go. It's interesting well, that they all come from the same day. You know that. Yeah. You know, it's just that they could do that. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense too because you're going to have very very similar profiles they're probably putting them in a very you know all of those are going in one spot in one rick house so it's probably easier to maintain the consistency that way yeah uh beautiful uh copper to bronzy oh. color <laughs> i just uh, i love the color it's deep <laughs> and dark um the nose is wonderful uh butterscotch and toffee are definitely dominated there's definitely a little bit of melon and uh, and just a hint of corn on the nose or cornbread, uh, it's uh, it's got a beautiful nose on the palate. Uh, rich oak spice, uh, warmth, some light maple caramel. Uh, there's definitely some floral notes on the nose as well. Not so much on the palate. Um, and then it's just beautiful. It's uh, beautifully made. It's viscous. It's mouth coating. It's luscious. It's just decadent and got layers and layers. Uh, with a finish that just goes on and on. Um, birthday bourbon almost never disappoints, and this one's no exception. Uh, it's gotten incredibly hard to find. Uh, in the old days, you'd be able to find a dusty bottle that just sat on the shelf, but nowadays it disappears pretty much the instant it hits the retail market, which is sort of a shame. Uh, but there are some pretty good whiskey bars that seem to get some some bottles in and probably the best bet for the average person is uh go to a good whiskey bar where uh, a lot of people can partake in the same bottle they won't so. let you in a good whiskey bar i know you well <laughs> not me but yeah. anybody but else. You, most of the, most of the people listening maybe they can get in right he tries that's he, why maury drinks here <laughs> well he tries to go into the bar and a guy just looks at him and you know take your sticking paws off me you damn dirty ape i don't know that's just that that was the last time you know what do you think, Brent? This is nice. Uh, all the birthday bourbons are very unique to each other. They they never seem to to mirror any one of them in any any given year. First thing I noticed on this one for me for the nose was extremely floral. Yeah, it was floral, and then I got the butterscotch on it and stuff. And then when I when I got to the when I got to the palate, it was a nice mouthfeel. It was oak and peppers. I got some dry cocoa. Uh, you know, and finished it off. The finish was just nice, long finish, and it's like a maple on that finish mm. that just really kind of like blends it all together, just like just like mellows it all out and puts it all there. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I can't be happier with it. This is probably one of my favorite uh, birthday bourbon picks that I've had. You know, of all the years that we've done this and stuff. So, Justin, what do you, you think, Justin? The maple note was definitely prominent. Kind of reminded me of red velvet cake with buttercream frosting. But, you know, if it was a bourbon and not overly sweet, because it's not overly sweet. It's really well made. It's really different than the last couple of years of old birthday bourbon releases. You never know what you're going to get, but you're going to be happy with the prize in this box. What do you think? It's... Uh, going in my mental catalog of the last several years worth of uh, birthday bourbons and and you know there've been years that I enjoyed more than others I mean they're always it's always a solid one I don't think I've ever had a bad year ever yeah. um you like to get a few years together like 3 or 4 years together and blind taste them once in a while I'm and trying. just to, and just to find out you know I'm which, trying, which you one know. you really enjoyed you know because it, it's hard to remember when you go back a year or two years like Oh, 
what were the notes of that again that I liked or whatever? And so, so it's hard is to get a, get a vertical of them. It's hard to store them because the bottles are very oh, uniquely yeah, shaped and they're very, yeah. wide, very wide. Uniquely shaped. So they take the, up a lot of room on the <laughs> shelf. Uniquely shaped so, is the word yeah. there. They're short, you know? but they're real, real wide. I mean, it's a cool <laughs> bottle. It looks like a ship's decanter, but uh, it's 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 hard. To, they, they take up a lot of real estate on your shelf in the closet. So, um, But yeah, going back in my head through the last several years of these, um, I've got to say this one, this one is definitely the last three or four years is without a doubt my favorite. Um, oddly enough, it's also the highest proof, but that really, you know, it's by a few points. It's odd neg- coincidence. Odd it's coincidence. negligible. Yeah, just you know. odd, odd coincidence <laughs> there, you know, so. It's just, it's, it's like a floral bomb on the nose. And a, That's and, what got me right off the bat was how floral it was. Yeah. And it's just, and it's, and it's a bat to the teeth on the palate so it's it's you know it, it it sneaks up on you 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 get that that flowery beautiful nose on it the butterscotch it's like walking into a flower shop and then once you take a sip hold on mm. once you take a sip it's just boom i mean the oak is there but it's not drying um the spice is there i, I get uh, a little bit of berry on the mid palate um you get that that maple syrupy kind of sweetness to it um and it's just so mouth coating it just it goes all around under the tongue over the tongue the roof of the mouth down the throat and the finish on it is is just stays with you oh yeah uh you yeah. know it's it's they you know they did a good one this year it they, is they good. did a really good you know, one this year it's going to be hard to have a backup on this one it's going to be hard to get an, a first one to have a back to even have a backup oh yeah that's right it's horrible and anyone listening to this should never <laughs> buy one of these. Right. And yeah. if you get one gifted yeah. to you by accident, you can ship it to Sip Suds and Smokes, care of. Um, but yeah, I mean this this is every year I look forward to the birthday bourbon. And, and like Maury said, ten years ago, twelve years ago, they would come and you would go to a liquor store and you might find this year's and last year's and maybe even yeah. like one left over from the year before. They did not fly off the shelves. But with you know the, the 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 boom in popularity of bourbon and and you know the collectors hoarding stuff, uh, this was the one fall release that I could always count on in my head. It's like okay, can I get this? Maybe can I get that if I call in a favor? I could always count on getting a birthday bourbon. Not and anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. So uh, all these if you people see chasing one, them, you know, absolutely so. grab it with both hands and don't let it go and open it and open it. Don't. Right collect it don't That's open the thing for. this one's this one needs to be open oh this one absolutely needs to be open you, you know? take this put it up on the shelf and you know put it on a little pedestal with a little light on it or something uh i will you should, I, I may come to your house with shane, samuel L. jackson right. and beat your backside right i may come so. there with the little with the little bell and stuff shame shame yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i don't have that one queued up but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I, I might have to get hostile with you if you just hoard this and don't drink it yeah. um this this one was lovely and uh we're going to be rating the birthday bourbon for this year oh five sips yeah. 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 all right so we are on to our next whiskey it's almost not fair to be after that one um so the next one that we've got is uh, the George Remus, the Remus Repeal Reserve. Uh, this is Series 3. It's the third release, third annual release of this one. It's 50% ABV, 100 proof. 
Uh, the annual limited release from MGP, this is MGP's brand, uh, was named after George Remus. He was the self-proclaimed king of the bootleggers and inspiration for The Great Gatsby. And it'll hit shelves on November 13th, George Remus's birthday. This year's release is a medley of two different mash bills. It's made up 12% of it is uh, 2007 bourbon, which had uh, 21% rye in the mash bill. 78% is 2008 bourbon with a 21% rye mash bill. And 10% is 2008 bourbon with a 36% rye mash bill. So let me grab the right one. On the nose, um, you're, you're getting... Oh, this one's changed since we've opened it. It's definitely again? changed. But what, uh, what color brown is it? <laughs> it's a brown brown. Yeah. <laughs> Copper brown. This Copper is, brown. you know, this is like an old penny brown. It sort is. Sort of more brownish than coppery. Um, it's got a little bit of gold around the edges, but I mean, it's got a beautiful color on it. Um, it's on dark, nose, this is darker than all the rest of them that we have yeah. yes. today. Yeah, it's got yeah. Uh, it's got a really nice nose to it. I'm, I'm getting uh, get old worn leather. Um, I get a little hint of melon, just in the tip of the nose, and I get. I think that one that I couldn't identify. I think it's straw, like like uh, like in a hayloft. So it's it's beautiful nose on on the palate. Hold on. Hmm. I love this job. Um, again, like one of the earlier ones that we had, the nose and the palate are entirely different. On this, when I drink it, I'm getting a huge bit of mint, and I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a softer note of almost like a milk chocolate. So for me, this one is almost like a, it's like eating a junior mint. Um, it, it's it's very 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 bright, uh, almost a spearminty mint to it. Um, very interesting. It's got great body to it. It's got a pretty good finish. I mean, it's it's hanging in there. Um, a little bit dry toward the back of the tongue and the sides of the palate after you swallow. Um, but overall, uh, a, a, a really nice expression. We've we've tried all of the Remuses. Um, they've been kind enough to send us all three of them each year. They they send us one. We actually have last year's that we're going to talk about after this one, but. Uh, uh, Definitely interesting. Each year has been very different. This one is very different than last year. What do you think, Brett? Well, when I the first time we opened after we opened this up, when I on the nose, what got me was like cantaloupe and pepper. You know, like when I like to sit down, I like to cut open a cantaloupe and put a little bit of pepper on it to eat it. That's exactly what this nose smelled like to me. You know, and it, it was just like, oh my god, that's exactly what I'm. That's what exactly what I'm smelling here. And it uh, now it's changed up quite a bit. Like you said, after it sat here in, for an, an hour in a glass, I know it's the changed. people at home are thinking cantaloupe and pepper. He used to eat it with ketchup. So yeah, we'll I was thinking back. the same damn thing. And we're back, and we are discussing the uh, Remus Repeal Reserve from MGP Products out of Indiana. This is the third in the series, and Brent was just telling us. How he has some bizarre way that he eats melon. So, <laughs> well, it's it's the way a lot of people like to enjoy it, you know. But uh, a lot meaning know. him. Yeah, okay. Three. Yeah, I consider three a lot. You know, <laughs> me, myself, and yourself, I. and you. Yeah, yeah me. Right, you know, but again, uh, it used to be ketchup. So he's getting better. You know, yeah. Let so, me tell you, the ketchup right. on the cantaloupe was creepy. 
but uh, it's, this is very front forward on your palate. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, front it's forward. It's not this one is not like the whole yeah, entire mouthfeel. Yeah. yeah, it's very much on the front of your palate. So you've got that light light spice. Uh, you get you know the your hints of mint. Well, a lot of mint, you know, and vanilla, um, and then you know with that pe- with the pepper. But you know even. Even with the finish, the whole finish is just front forward on your palate. You don't get that that lingering finish that you know that creeps down the back of your throat. Hmm. It doesn't happen with this one, but it doesn't take doesn't mean that it's not enjoyable. Hmm. You know, it still That's is just it's, different. It's just right, a different whiskey, right? Entirely, it's entirely different whiskey. Well, what do you think, Justin? I thought that if I hadn't read the mash bill about the percentage of rye, I would think this would be predominantly rye. Because it was very rye forward, um, it was delicious, and the heat on the back end of it was a lot of fun. What do you think, Maury? Well, I actually disagree. I thought it was um, low rye. I thought it was almost had a character of a weeded bourbon, and um, and so I was a little bit surprised by. Uh, one of the high rye mash bills uh, that was in here. Again, yeah, I think it's... Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I mean, it's a beautiful whiskey. Uh, I'm not sure where the, the, the melon and the pepper thing comes in. I'm going to not even touch that, except to say that I thought it's a nice whiskey. It's easy drinking. Uh, like everything coming out of MGP, there's hardly a bad expression. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really well done. Um, it was, again, the thing I like about theirs is every year it's different. You know, it's you know sometimes you get expressions and a new one comes out every year and it's they're very similar. You know, there's not a lot of variation and and that's tough to do for some of these yeah. master distillers like where they have to put out the same product year after year after year and you want it you want whatever you put out this year to taste the same as what it did 10 years yeah. ago well that's it you spend you know 364 days a year trying to make everything taste the same every single day every single day and then one day you're making one small batch and you go okay let's make this one taste different so that's yeah. that's hard it's you a know, challenge that's, yeah that's huge definitely. challenge yeah it is you know so but, it's got to be a respite for palate fatigue. But though. at the same token, if you're at MGP and they're making, you know, different whiskeys and they're contract distilling for some folks, and you know, the, and it's a huge distillery. I was fortunate to go up there and, and, and visit it uh, this past uh, winter. Um, you know, they've got a pretty deep library of stuff in there that they can pull from. So I think that that probably helps them to do it. But yeah, each year it's uh, each year it's it's very very different. So. We're going to rate the uh, Remus Repeal Reserve three sips. Interesting. And actually, I'm going to take a sip of the uh, Remus Repeal too, just so I can compare the two, because I happen to still have a bottle of it here. So that one was, uh, whereas this one was uh, three different mash bills, this one was four. Um, Also, 2007 and 2008 bourbons. Um, this one was about half the lower rye, the 21% rye, and about half of it was, uh, well, let me see, mm, about about a third high rye and about two-thirds low rye. But this one was uh, a little more traditional, I think. Very much more. And a lot creamier. Although, I got to tell you, when they was. first came out of the bottle, they were fairly similar. Yeah. But with air, they really differentiated themselves. 
Yeah, it's and that's the thing. That's that's why I'm enjoying because I like both of them the, a lot. Yeah, this right, the two, yeah. the two is a much more of a of a whole mouthfeel versus Creamy, the viscous. Well, it's yeah, more of a, exactly. It's more what I would the, call of the, the three you know, the classic bourbon. Profile. Exactly, where the three is very front forward on your palate, the two is more coach your palate. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's more the classic sort of profile. It's a little more the brown sugar and the vanilla. Um, but also, you know, very good whiskey. I think we rated it the same as when we did this last year as we did this year's. Um, but it's just really, I love it when we have some leftover when we're doing shows like this. Okay. So the, the way you tell the difference, if you're going to a store and you're looking for it to buy it, is on the neck label. It has the one, the two, and the three. Yeah. That's the way you can tell the difference. So if you just look at the regular label, it all looks the same. So mm. you look at your check the neck label out is what you want to do. Probably don't have to get that approved through ATF. That's what we have to do with uh, Brent. We have to check his neck label as well. Oh, yeah. On the back, tattooed on the back of his neck, says if found drunk <laughs> somewhere, dropping mailbox will guarantee postage. <laughs> mm. It works. This is true. All right, well. We're going to move on to our last whiskey, and we're going to have Brent tell us all about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is our last one today, sadly. You couldn't have another lineup and just keep going with more and more like some of the ones we've already had? Yeah, but I don't like you guys that much. You're lucky I even like you these. <laughs> so this is... Like I told you, there's a couple here that I thought very seriously. I might just tell you I didn't get them this year and just keep them myself yeah. like Gollum sitting in the corner hoarding them, calling my precious. Yeah, so. this last one is a, this is the Four Roses 2019 Limited Edition Small Batch, 56.3 ABV. It's 112.6 proof. Ooh, yeah. It's nice up there. You know, they sent this to you in a beautiful box. Personalized, everything. Came with a little glass, a little literature. Oh, it's and got all that my stuff. name on the inside. Says, I know. It says, To Whom It May Concern. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I didn't know you changed your name to whom it may concern. Oh, I did uh, but, quite a while ago. Yeah. You know? It really helped him with getting all the from the wills. Yeah. yeah. So so this is every year, this is always one of the most sought after releases, year after year after year. And, uh, you know, I'm sure this year it's going to be no exception. But uh, the 2019 edition of the Four Roses Limited Edition Small Batch is made up of a blend of 11 year old OESV, 15 year old OESV, 15-year-old OESK, and 21. Whoa, did I read that right? 21-year-old OBSV. 21-year-old high rye. Yeah. Yeah. A couple microliters of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's going to go far. Yeah. You know, so I don't know how much stock they have of that 21-year-old, but I don't know how much of it is in here. I don't know the blend, the mat. I can tell you how much they'd have if they let me in there with a credit card. (laughs) Yeah. The answer would be zero, <laughs> you know, but, Guys but what come it here has and find me bathing in it. So. Yeah. A nice burnished copper color. Uh, you know, it's um, beautiful to look at. It's got great legs on it. The uh, on the nose, I get some berries and vanilla right off the bat. Berries oh. and vanilla, a little bit of oak, not much, but mm-hmm. mostly, mostly the berries and vanilla. Um, the palate just, oh. Just coats your entire palate. It's be- I mean, everything. It coats everything in your entire mouth. Everything. It's got that oak, the baking spices. Well, you're pouring it down your pants, so I know it's something that's coated. I know yeah, that. The cherries, gross. 
It's got cherries, vanilla, honey, pepper. The, the finish, it won't quit. It, I, don't, I tried to make it stop. It won't stop. It's, I don't even know. This is just a beautiful expression. You know, the one, the one that people that try to blend these on the, you know, on this, you know, they, they like, oh, I want to make my own uh, limited edition this year. And so they go out and they get the different recipes and they put them together and stuff. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah. try yeah. replicating a twenty-one-year-old. You ain't old ever OBSV. gonna blend this one. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, you, you know, throw throw an old log in it for you know six months. You might get some of that flavor out of it. Staves in a small barrel and a whole lot of hope. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, Justin, what three words do you have for this one? Well, okay, thank you. It is good, but it you is could brown. <laughs> <laughs> You could Thank also you. use it nice as a cologne because this stuff smells great. And the V yeast really did this one a lot of favors. Like everyone else, I don't know the proportion of the four mash bills, but three of the four have the K yeast, no, the V yeast, and it's outstanding. And the finish just keeps going and going and going. Wow. What do you think, Maury? That's the worst words we've got out of him in about <laughs> six months. I know. After that long, wordy description, I'm going to have a hard time following it up. Um, you can try. Well, let me say this. This has become another one that was easy to get, sat on the shelf, and now in the last five years, you just you can't even find it. And uh, the retailers are even starting to charge secondary pricing when they do get it. They, they get started years ago. One or yeah. two bottles, yeah, yeah. But well, I, get, I know, I know one that does, but uh, I won't talk about <laughs> people when they're not in the you same room. You shouldn't talk about them when he's not here. Yeah, that's that's true. So the the pricing is has gotten out of hand, and the availability has gotten very difficult, which is a shame because this is really some of my favorite stuff coming out of Four Roses year after year after year. It's just always freaking delicious. It's just really well made. Thank you. Thank you, sweet angels. Thank you. Yes. So those angels have taken just a little little hint of uh, of bourbon and left some amazing stuff in the glass for us. Uh, I can't really add much more to what Brent has said in terms of uh, flavor profile, except to say that it's just really perfect in every way. Uh, there's really nothing wrong with this bourbon. This that you is, can yeah. Fall. yeah you know, nothing wrong with you it. You know, well... The problem is, is that they make these these limited editions, and it's like you want them to make like ten, twenty. I mean, like just like so much more, and, you, and it's. I know it's impossible because they're limited stock or whatever. Is this your daily but, drinker in heaven, Brent? But yeah, exactly. You know, it's you want you want these things. You know, so uh, you know even a lot of the blend. You know, these barrel picks that these guys come up with. They don't compare to no. some of these limited editions, you know? No. Yeah, honestly, this has really um, become my most and they're great. favorite, yeah. sought-after expression great. Yeah. of Four Roses is the uh, is the small batch LE every year. The rest of the stuff is great. It's always really good. There's nothing wrong yeah, with this Four one, Roses. This one goes around with my 2012 one. That's a yeah. really nice one. Oh, uh, you, know, this, I wanna, you know, I hate telling people to compare it to that, but Wow. It's good to know they can still make stuff that great. Well, they they, they are can. making stuff that great. You know, they hmm. look at all the different recipes oh, they have. Stopped, yeah, yeah. Look at all the different recipes they have. The things they're able to do. You know, the ones they're able to choose from to blend them together. You got to love that the 
the master distiller's job there that, mm. you know, what he has available to him, you know, like, well, what can I, what creation can I uh, make today? And they just continue to do it over and over and over again. You know, it's not just, they're not a one hit wonder by any means because they've been around for so long mm. and they always do it every year. Yeah. Well, it's a tribute to Jim Rutledge, who had the confidence in the brand and brought them back, and Brent Elliott, who took over the helm and has been going full speed ahead since since he took in. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, and really, he's a rock star. He's killing it. I mean, Brent Elliott you know, was a super nice guy from day one, but yep. we really didn't know what he was capable of. And I think he's really proven that he is capable of taking the torch and carrying it forward and has really done a phenomenal job. He really has. You know, plus his name is Brent. How can you go wrong there? <laughs> well, when I go on my phone you can and remember I hit your contacts, name, Brent. <laughs> it's alphabetized by first name, and he actually his his number comes up before yours. Yeah. So mm. you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I I I pick this glass up, and it's just my mind is a raging torrent, flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Yeah, exactly. It's just. It's so pretty. It's just you're so pretty with that V yeast. I, that's where you're getting all those berries. Yeah. I mean that just oh, oh, it's just it's it's like a fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Sorry, Ooh, I had kids. Sorry for the Wiggles reference. Um, it's just on the nose. It's just all berries and and a little bit of vanilla and just sweetness, and then just this beautiful undertone of oak underneath it. Just this this beautiful floor of oak that it's all sitting on and on the palate it's just mm, it's just cinnamon and and baking spices and and the oak really comes through and it's and it's huge but it's not overpowering it's no it's big, well balanced but it's Very, not yeah. tannic it's not drying whereas you know usually you get an older bourbon and all you taste is dry bitter wood it's huge oak but it's not cloying it's not dry it's not tannic it's not bitter it's just everything that you want out of big old whiskey without all the negatives on it yep. it's just it's, it's they took so risks well and they all won yeah, yeah. it's just it's, it's just like so well okay done. what's it's like now it's like what's next oh, what's next come on come on give me the next one i'm ready for it i'm still enjoying this one that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, the next one's Fireball. So Fireball. Yes, I'm Fireball ready for. It. I don't. You know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this right now. It's a barrel. I pick believe they could take though. and make a. They could make a Fireball whiskey taste really, really good. Yeah, it's a. It's a 55 you know? gallon drum of Fireball. It's the party pack. It comes yes. with straps, so you can just carry it over your shoulder to the beach. Um, I'm ready for oh, it. Oh Lord, yeah. It's every every year. I, I I look forward to the ones we do in the fall. Um, and I look forward to all of these and the ones that we're going to be doing in the very near future. But the Four Roses has has never disappointed. Neither has the Old Forester. And honestly, the Remus is always good every year. That Weller foolproof was was stunning. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a good time of the year, folks. And we're going to rate the uh, limited edition small batch Four Roses five steps. Oh my goodness! Yes! Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio, and online at iTunes, Acast, 
Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, PRX, and every other place online where you can find a podcast. The easiest way to find this phone on your, or find this phone, find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google Play Podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes float on Twitter every day at sipsudsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us. Thank you, Brent. Okay, thank you. I realize it's not, it wasn't uh, moonshine, but I really, really did enjoy it anyway. You know, so. Well, I don't know what to tell you. You're never going to get that lime green moonshine that we had in Louisville that one time ever again. Just get over ever. it. That's never, that's never going to be <laughs> duplicated on any, no. in any level. Thank God. <laughs> thank you, Maury. Bob, can't thank you enough for what a great day in the basement. I love this time of year. Pumpkin spice lattes every year. And some of the best bourbons coming out. So. Pumpkin spice Pam, spam. Pumpkin spice, anything you name. <laughs> Excuse me while I stab the two of them. <laughs> and thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. Going to send a big Kentucky hug out from all of us to all of you this fall bourbon release season. And this is Made Man Bob for Sip, Suds, and Smokes. want to thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey, which is not a problem today. Yeah. So. You didn't bring out any bad whiskey. All right, hey, all right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.